I feel sorry for your dog, but fellas, I feel good for you because it is Stolen Valor July. It's the series finale podcast, the only podcast with three comedians. Watch the final episode of a show they've never, never even seen. seen. I'm John Paul. I'm Jack. And I'm Zach. And I am a Navy man. And I'm a, a Antifa. <laughs> <laughs> Antifa Army. <laughs> Wait though. This um so we're doing this is Stolen Valor July. We're in our second week in the trenches of Stolen Valor July. Hoorah! Hoorah! Semper Fi, boys. Yeah. And um, if you're new to the podcast, it's a great month to come on and join us. Yes. Um, Stolen Valor July is the time where we celebrate our nation's heroes and not so much heroes. And we're excited for you to join us on this journey. We celebrate this nation's veterans the best way we know how by dressing up just like them so we can get some of the benefits that they get from serving. Yes. <laughs> yes. And the Native American philosophy. <laughs> we've, we've, we've taken a, a page out of the book of many New England schools who dress up as sachems in order to honor them. Um, so we watched Jag this week. This week we're talking about Jag. The final episode of Jag. Uh, ten C- seasons ten on CBS. C- yeah. Surprise cancellation, I think. Well, it didn't feel that way because it was a very I clear. Looked, I yeah. looked. I looked into it. It was kind. Of, it had. It still had good ratings, but the star of the show left, so they canceled it. An no, or woman star? Which one? Uh, the man. This is this is a show that only has good readings because some people still only have eight channels. <laughs> yes, I was watching this and I thought the same thing. Yeah. This is such a network TV, and I mean that as a giant insult. <laughs> like the Pacific is beautiful and things are shown, not said. Jag, they spell out every little thing. Like, oh, you are feeling sad today. Yes, Commander, <laughs> I am feeling sad. It's so... It's uh, awful. Network TV, they should be ashamed of themselves. <laughs> but you love numbers. I do love numbers. Numbers <laughs> was a rare hit from the network. This show is so incredibly bad. It feels like a daytime opera show. Yes, like, it does. What, do you, what why is do a you daytime get, opera? Daytime Oprah. Soap, soap opera. Soap opera. They yeah. would call them soap operas because they would advertise detergent because mostly women watched them. And they were and back, in, they, back then they were into gender roles. Right. Very it, erasing of stay-at-home dads. Right. <laughs> It was Mr. Mom. specifically pussy detergent, right? Mm-hmm. It, it was, was just ri- tied on. No, it. the the <laughs> vagina is self the original Tide Pod. No, we actually do. Uh, we do have our first endorsement. We're excited to do our first read for douches that are supposedly very healthy. Well, I think pussy. They're, they're not healthy. Don't don't do that. We've had several douches on the show the whole time. <laughs> Oh, we shouldn't even Damn, joke dude. about that because a lot of our listeners do turn to us for recommendations <laughs> on women's health. <laughs> so, I think we need to be we need to realize the responsibility of our voice in the sphere we're of number, women's we're health. We're number 91 in women's health podcasts. 
We're climbing it. And we're the only pro-douche women's health podcast. Can you talk a little bit about JAG and give us a BSB? Maybe talk a little bit about what a JAG is. JAG, Judicial Advocates Corps. What's the G Judge Advocate for? General. A judge Advocate General. Well, you know, close enough. <laughs> Scott Brown is in the National Guard JAG. Uh, Tom... Cruz plays a Jagman and a few good men. Yes. They are the military lawyers. I, th- I bet this crew was Navy because they had to dress whites. And the, the thing in this episode, season 10, episode 22, Fair Winds and Following Seas, there is a separation <laughs> of the main characters. The yeah. colonel, the woman, is going to San Diego. The commander, the man, is going to uh, London. They're trying to lure different staff there. And then there's like a romance between them. Yeah. And also we see one Jag in action. Yes. There's an A, B, C plot. The B plot is there's a, there's a young 16-year-old at Paris Island Which joining the Marines. PTSD because his dad was killed. Yeah, who's d- acting very strange. Yes. And he's broken. He's curfew. stealing valor. He yes. is kind of yeah, stealing valor. Yeah, well, I mean, not really stealing valor because he's just joining he joined the early. Marines. Yeah. My mom joined the army at seventeen. She How got permission. Did yeah. she finish high school? Yeah, she did. She she got she finished high school early. Got permission to join the army. What year 17. was this? This is. Uh, Nineteen thirty-one. How bad did she want to like defend Kuwait? That she was like, I gotta get out there now. She my mom. Kuwait. My mom tells a story when she was uh, when she was in army uh, boot camp that they came in the middle of the night and woke up all the recruits, the lady recruits, and they said that uh, the U.S. has just declared war in Iran, which was not true. They lied. <laughs> They wanted to see how they would react. That's a hilarious gag. They wanted to see how they would react, and apparently a bunch of them just started crying. Really? (laughs) (laughs) Dude, that's so funny. (laughs) So your mom has some great war stories. Absolutely. She was a cook in the army. But But she she never needed the services of a jag. My my, uh, grandfather was in the Navy, and his big story was... uh, He he joined in like 47 or whatever, or 46... And it was like just missed it. How old? Yeah, and he said he said they heard that I was coming on the boat, so they decided (laughs) to stop it. You know, (laughs) they they didn't want to mess. Korea (laughs) was not short after though. No, if you were in in forty six, you could end it. I know. I guess if you were in forty six to forty eight, you were living the dream. (laughs) Well, he's (laughs) always said he's like when during Iraq stuff, he was always like, dude, if there's a draft, join the navy. That's the navy's the route to go. You think so? He says like you see the whole world, you're on a giant boat. Nobody really messes with you. Nothing but guys. Yeah. yeah. Damn, dude, was my you get to smoke a cigar too in the navy when you when a new person in the navy has crossed the equator for the first time you smoke a cigar. That's cool. So the navy is the best cigar smoking branch, <laughs> yeah. which definitely Wh- gives it do like you get a get to choose. I which think cigar, it's a like specific an actual tobacco cigar or somebody's cock. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I smoke just did a Cuban. My, my, gym, my gym office. Look at the yeah. camera. <laughs> um. So you know this show is like hilariously stupid. Yeah, I so it's get over it. It's mostly about it's mostly it's almost entirely just about these two characters. Oh, will they won't they? Will they won't they? Yeah, that's almost entirely one what One of it them is. is named Ham or Harm? Harms? David Harms? What's his name? Rab? Rab? I don't know. I don't remember the guy I just the guy and the girl. Wh- I had detailed notes with my laptop done. This show is interesting because this is a like, show that I don't think would be made now. I think it's going to be very difficult to make sort of like like most shows for about 15 years were like inter 
office romances. Yeah. And now it's like it's too complicated to really it's go It's complicated, with it. but it's also if you don't meet online and you don't meet in the same hometown, you probably met working. Yeah. I know, but it's dicey to make a sitcom about it, especially the military like the military aspect of it, when there's legitimately, like, you're a commander, you're a chief, Yeah, whatever. and there are actual rankings, <laughs> and there's <laughs> massive amounts of sexual harassment of women in the armed forces, including, I think there's a missing woman from a base in Texas, I don't remember her name, who went missing after, like, refusing uh, advances from a superior. Whoa. Really? Yeah, it's this not good. This is an active case right this now? This is active They're right now. Should we go down there? I want to go down there, and I want to sh- give them hell for disrespecting the uniform that I wear. <laughs> Disrespect! I'm wearing the uniform. They're 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 shaming it. Dude, so it sucks when you're out there trying to steal valor, and then there's these bad <laughs> military guys <laughs> killing. Give me a bad name. Yes, what if I what if I'm out in front of a, a 7-Eleven and I'm trying to get a little bit of extra cash to buy a <laughs> video game, and then one of these guys comes up and he's giving me a hard time because of what some actual military piece of shit did? <laughs> yeah, dude, I had to let them know. Hey, no, no, no. I'm just I just play one on the streets. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an actor. This is so, a role. So you don't think office romance will be portrayed anymore? I think it's gonna it's definitely when it's portrayed now on TV it will be more seedy. It will like I think oh, yeah? all, all there'll never be another Jim and Pam like office romance. I think it will always now be like you took advantage of me, seedy, you know? You think so? Your I, parents met at work, right? My parents met at work. Yeah, your your dad <laughs> Did your was a jag. Your parents meet at work? <laughs> no, my parents yeah. met at a bar. The nice. classic. Yeah, yeah. We all know men always respect women at the bar. <laughs> <laughs> Were well, they no. playing darts? Maybe I'm being crazy. No, my dad was the bartender, and the ladies that were with my mom at the time, they went out ladies' night out. They dared her to give her his number or whatever. What was really? It? Yeah, they dared her to give my dad the number. Yeah. My dad took the number, called her the next day. Really? Yeah. Where'd they go? And now I'm out here. How weird is the world? <laughs> you know? <laughs> that, that's crazy. Now you're out here stealing valor. <laughs> <laughs> They'd be proud. <laughs> what is your? What was your parents doing? Was your mom chefing up some no, like, eggs? Sure, yeah, she got the whole platoon sick <laughs> off eggs and she needed a jag. <laughs> no, the MP my showed dad? up and she spit in it and said, A cab, and your dad was... <laughs> <laughs> Your dad enjoyed being talked down to, which is how Billions right. became the Rivera family show. That's uh, right. John Paul's dad is a milita- was a military police officer. My dad uh, was uh, cr- was a part of a crack squad rescuing uh, <laughs> rescuing the uh, refugee rescuing the hostages in Iran, and my mom was one of the hostages. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, was your dad? Did your dad see any actual action? No, his MP. I guess he saw your mom. Got some Whoa! action with that. <laughs> and then they crossed the equator. <laughs> Smoked a stogie. <laughs> um. Yeah. No. Why I hate this show yeah, let's so go much. Into why you don't like it? It's the like Zach said. It's so blatant. They also have that for no reason at all. They have one character that's like. Basically, an Im- like a, a special needs person. I'm trying not to say the word anymore. Yeah, you should try. It shouldn't <laughs> yeah. be that hard. <laughs> I almost said it, but he's basically special needs, yeah. and it's hilarious. You're talking about Bud? Yeah. Bud, Bud is the guy who has a limp, right? Yeah. yeah. He's, so he's not special needs. He's not intellectually disabled. No, and of course not. He's a jag off. Like, you have to probably be somewhat intellectual to get that position. Yeah, like Scott and Brown. He's so right. The, the the glass ceiling has not been shattered for the developmentally disabled in Jag. One day, one day there'll be that perfect man who comes along who's an incredible Jag while also being developmentally disabled. 
Do you want to go now? No. Disavow. Sorry. Disavow. Sorry. Disavow. Fresh. Fresh. Oh my God. If you're going to stop saying the word, you also need to stop doing the voice. I thought it was. I thought it was end uh, the word, not end yeah. the voice. <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh. You guys got to be specific. Yeah. I don't think the voice has really been a widespread <laughs> problem. It's just funny to think about a jag officer. Well, <laughs> Ricky Ray Rector, he could come exactly. back as an MP. <laughs> he did. Um, no, but why? What's annoying is like this guy's obviously smart, right? He's a jag officer. You have to have some sort of level of intellect. And he's played off as like this, like, like oh, oh. he's like he has this like, oh man, did I fuck that up? Yeah, Bud is uh, he Bud's seems easily jokes. swayed, and yeah. he's, he's very much a cuck to his wife. Yes, yeah. which I don't see as a weakness. I see as his Jag in any network TV. I imagine the viewers are a married couple. They need to have a strong. Well, they already have a strong woman, the Colonel. <laughs> so actually, I don't know why, but they need to portray the stay-at-home military wife as an essential part of the military family and as an equal to Bud in Bud's career, <laughs> even if she doesn't practice law. Army wives. Like yes. You can listen to our, our, our podcast on Army Wives from a year ago. She says at one point that she that like she, Bud needs her to take care of him. Yeah, because he has, he has uh, injuries. Do you think he got those in the courtroom? What do you think happened? <laughs> <laughs> I think he had a stroke because he was overweight. Bud wasn't really that big. So what, do you guys think big, of the, what do you guys think of the whites they wear? I love dress whites. I, I think they're amazing. Dress whites. I, I think don't think it's it would be good because I love a burger with ketchup, and that's like well, like, that's you, trouble. You that also is big whites. trouble. You can't wear them after Labor Day, so it's kind of a seasonal <laughs> service. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a great new style of stolen valor. Fashion police barking at Navy guys in dress whites after Labor Day. I think uh, I would have told this, but uh, when I used to work at Best Buy. The uh, Mexican Navy would come into the port every year at a certain time, and they would all come to Best Buy to buy stuff. Because no it was way. cheaper in America? I guess. I don't How know. How would it be cheaper in America? Because the, t- the tariffs into Mexico are probably high. Like, Brazilian electronics are so expensive to buy an iPhone. What does the Mexican Navy look like? I mean, they wear a lot. Like, they wear whites just like the American Navy, and they were, they were cool. I was always I wanted to get photos of My them. My uncle <laughs> like got a master's degree at the Naval War College, so there was a bunch of Navy guys from all over. And I remember, like, the Ghanaian Navy, they had these beautiful, like, light yellow dress. Oh, really? It was beautiful, yeah. I'm Ghana? I think it was from Ghana, but maybe not. Nancy Pelosi. Is that her name? Nancy Pelosi, Yes, dude. She's actually thinking of changing Navy whites to Navy Kunte cloth. (laughs) Dude, the Chuck and Nancy Kunte cloth thing is uh, insane. I can't believe it was done. The best tweet I saw was it was all of them kneeling. Now, Nancy's 79 years old. Chuck's in his 70s, too. Someone write... Someone tweeted, "Tell you know this sounded like a bag of pretzels when they got up. <laughs> because it was 8 minutes, 46 seconds. I went to one protest, and we kneeled, and it's painful. Oh, yeah. Kneeling is, is painful. Dude, my freaking buddy, we're all... I'm just sitting Indian style. I'm not doing Navy. You're sitting kneeling. cross-legged. Cross-legged. Ooh, boy. <laughs> um, my buddy was kneeling, and... Uh, Where was this at? This is in Williamsburg. It's like a half an hour. He, it's silent. It's crazy silent. He cracks open a beer during the kneel. <laughs> Are you <laughs> serious? He was smoked the whole time. Really? And then he cracks a beer open, and then he's like, Ooh. you know, it was ridiculous. He's just there for the party. Yeah, I, did yeah, he at I least know. try to? Well, you can't. No, normally w- you would want to cover it up with a cough, but that's there's a bad time for that too. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I felt kind of embarrassed because I, I didn't know it was gonna. S- 
I thought people we were just you listening were embarrassed to talk. that he was consuming alcohol. Yes, I was pissed. I said, "Get the hell out of it!" No, but I grabbed, I had a soft serve, white and black <laughs> swirl, oh, nice. and I was like sitting Indian style during the service. Sounds very reflective. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got, it was gonna melt. I couldn't wait the whole time. Yeah, and he got swirl. So yeah, yeah. dude, it's the like better he, would be good. All I was handing out hoodsie cups. Yeah. to unite people. <laughs> <laughs> I was a JAG guy, and I actually did defend a troop in the court of law. Really? Yeah. I had a career as a JAG guy, and I got in a lot of trouble because I called it Judicial Advocate General, which it's not. Or what is it? Judge Wait, Advocate Judge General. Judge Advocate oh, yeah. General? Yeah. Before okay. you start your um, your your story about jet being a JAG officer, are you going to get rid of your flip phone bit? No. You had this famous foot, foot phone bit, and now you are, you know, it's sort of stealing Smart. valor. You I no don't longer, care. I'm you definitely no longer have a foot phone. Ooh. I don't believe anything <laughs> said on stage needs to be true. I just <laughs> think it's funny, and that's legit how I feel. Well, I will be screaming from the <laughs> stage. From, uh, the, from, the, from, the, uh, from the Zoom window. <laughs> My biggest case happened at Guantanamo Bay and involved the death of high-profile prisoner Khalid Sheikh Mohammed. Oh. Khalid had died of asphyxiation after a guard had farted too ferociously in a small room. Oh. The army wanted to charge her with manslaughter, but I argued that it was just an accident. The guard had had some ice cream at dinner and was on the first day of her period, so she was extra gassy. <laughs> she did not want to kill Khalid. She just wanted to fart. She was trying to do right, and she just wanted to fart. But nobody was buying my argument. So right before closing statements, I called for a strategic recess. And as the prosecutor went to the bathroom, I spiked his drinks with laxatives. <laughs> Halfway through his closing argument, he began farting. He began <laughs> farting so badly that a jury passed out, and the judge accepted my argument that you cannot be charged for manslaughter just for tooting. <laughs> That's an incredible story of your of your time as a Jag. Yeah, that but is really good. I think I should tell you, I actually remember when you, when you were a Jag, and I actually think we had a run-in. Did what? we? Yeah. You might not remember, but I think we did. Two Jag-offs. Yeah. Um, as a Jag in the Navy, I was a crack lawyer defending our Navy boys and girls from unjust accusations of misconduct. I had a stellar case record, and I fit very snugly into my dress white uniform. I loved being a Navy <laughs> man. I loved being a Navy man, and I embraced every aspect of the Navy persona. I listened to the village people. I would go out <laughs> on months-long missions with men packed aboard submarines just for a good time. One day, a huge case dropped on my desk. I was to defend former Navy SEAL Robert James O'Neill, the man who had shot and killed Osama bin Laden, and then wrote a best-selling book about the experience. Osama bin Laden had a huge family and a gigantic porn collection that was exposed when Osama was killed. Osama bin Laden's family was now suing Robert James O'Neill for exposing Osama bin Laden as a porn-positive perv with a hard drive full of hentai. <laughs> I took the case and immediately started crafting a solid defense. Fellow Jag Zach Brazau was, re was representing the bin Laden family, and he had said it was a huge honor to be representing such a famous clan, and that since Osama bin Laden... Uh, is, that since Osama bin Laden's hard drive contained foot pics, he considered them brothers. <laughs> Zach Brazau... Tore into us on in the opening statement. 
saying that the U.S. government had violated the sovereignty of Pakistan and illegally assassinated <laughs> Osama bin Laden, who was an icon to those with kidney diseases. <laughs> the jury consisted of three military officers, and they all nodded in blatant agreement with Zach, and I began to sweat in my, in my size 4XL navy dress whites. <laughs> I flubbed my opening statement. I accidentally <laughs> called him Obama been born in Kenya. <laughs> Eliciting <laughs> booze from the jury box. Oh, no. <laughs> Zach and the Bin Ladens were wiping the floor with us in this trial, and we're set to win the billion-dollar judgment. I told Robert James O'Neill that we needed to use his special skills to win this case. He asked me if I meant writing a tell-all book. No, I said, your other special skill. I got, uh, I said, as we, and we winked at each other. Robert James O'Neill got up as Zach was giving his closing statement and shot Zach in the knee, rendering him unable to continue. The video went mega viral, and we tagged President Trump, who pardoned Robert James O'Neill of any culpability in either shooting and hired him to write a screenplay for the Donald J. Trump biopic. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. You're a great jag. Yeah, man. Hey, I won. I got, I got a, well, no, I had to cheat. I guess you did kind of win. I won fair and square. <laughs> I was actually also um, somewhat of a jag. A jag, oh. Yeah. <laughs> I, um, I was in the Navy for many years, from crow's nest guy to cook to even swimmer. I did it all. Then my commander-in-chief, Captain Crunch, ordered me <laughs> into his office. <laughs> he said, son, unfortunately, you failed your bar exam and will not be, you will not be joining jag. It's actually... The worst score we've ever seen, and we are unsure if you can read. <laughs> but then he offered me a new position. He offered me a position in JAG, Juggalos Against Adult Grooming. <laughs> JAG was a new position in the Navy that was set up to stop Hollywood elites from grooming. I asked what grooming was, and Captain Crunch said it was an alphabophile who, wouldn't, who could wait. Oh, my God. <laughs> I jumped on board because this was it. This was my first promotion in 30 years with the Navy. <laughs> he laid out our top priorities: Chris D'Elia, Drake, Anthony Weiner. Nice. I took down Anthony Weiner immediately. I posed as an underage juggalo, and he was really aroused <laughs> by the face paint. <laughs> I said, "I'm 16," and then he said he would trade me some of Hillary's emails for pictures of my feet. <laughs> he was caught and sentenced to probation. The laws are still <laughs> iffy on grooming, so it makes it difficult. <laughs> in fact, through our research at JAG, it seems to be part of the the sexual arousal, the fact that it skirts the line. <laughs> like, if we just told these guys the number was 19, they would just groom the 18-year-olds. <laughs> Next up was Chris D'Elia. I started doing open mics for years to try and get closer <laughs> to him. <laughs> but I was making little to no traction, because the industry is unfair and anti-military. <laughs> Plus, I hate to say it, but being a white straight guy is basically the most difficult thing you can be in the <laughs> entertainment world. <laughs> so I never made it to Chris D'Elia. But then a few girls outed him on Twitter, and I immediately piled on by saying he wasn't that funny. <laughs> <laughs> they gave me my next case to go after Drake, but I had fallen in love with stand-up. And now that Chris D'Elia was canceled, I figured I was next in line for stardom. <laughs> I do get worried, though. That if I ever make it, they'll find out I drugged and raped Captain Crunch so that I could blackmail him for a better position. Oh, my God. <laughs> Damn, dog. So, wait. You're 
assignment to Chris D'Elia was just you tweeting that he's not that funny? Well, no. I was supposed to get closer to him and then try and find out what, how far his web was. Ah. But unfortunately, you know the system. It, it doesn't allow for a quick movement in uh, the scene. It was very long. You had to extend your service time in the Navy on the D'Elia mission. Were you in the Juggalo paint doing stand-up? <laughs> yes, dude. So were, were you you? Was there any Photoshopping? <laughs> Oh, you're trying to allege that Anthony Weiner looked at you, a 29-year-old man in juggalo paint, and then <laughs> thought you were underage? The paint can be confusing. Right. The, well, the, the paint takes off five years. I'm a little worried. I was definitely my bigger worry of not that they would find out about the probation or about the rape of Captain Crunch for my position, <laughs> but when I did the juggalo paint, I used mostly black paint. And so I was concerned. <laughs> I'm very concerned that that will come out once. <laughs> How come the jugglers don't ever get accused of that? Well, it's black and white, right? Yeah, yeah but you, some guys Rachel go heavier, Harmony. you know? No, they do? Yeah. I mean, no one's, no one, no jugglers are in positions of power. <laughs> <laughs> Delaware just, uh, they got their first uh, juggalo selectman. What? <laughs> You're kidding me. That would be amazing if there was a selectman who came in full juggalo makeup, drinking Fago at every meeting. His first act was all town buildings can only sell Fago. No Coca-Cola. Dude, the juggalos are big BLM, BLM guys, though. Juggalos are very accepting people yeah. by all accounts. Because it's all fringe. It's the all gathering. Fr- the yeah, gathering yeah. of the juggalos. I would love to do a live podcast at the Gathering of the Juggalos. <laughs> the Gathering of the Juggalos also canceled early for oh. COVID. Oh, yeah? Good. I'm glad they take it seriously. <laughs> they take <laughs> it very really? seriously. Yeah. They were like, the, the no no gathering until yeah, that's COVID because the, over. The average BMI at the Juggalo concert's about... <laughs> <laughs> but the average know. age is not 84. But I yeah. think the weight stuff is bad. Weight is bad, yeah. yeah. I think that will get you. We'll find out if I die. Dude, you're a veteran. It doesn't attack veterans. You'll be fine. Um, ja- so the main thing is like they show there's a lot of flashbacks in this finale and yes. they show this is a finale like when I was uh, I was praising Wings for not doing this, which this is a finale that just seems to preen on itself and reminisce about how great the show was, right. which is boring. When the show was essentially very bad. I mean, not good. A lot of people like Jag, though. But they were dumb. They mm. were dumb people. If you liked the show, I think you might have been dumb. No, te- I don't think your TV indicates who, your intelligence. Who has a lower IQ? Jag fans or Sons of Anarchy fans? Oh, boy. Well, Jag fans are more senile. So Jag <laughs> fans are probably between 70 and 90, uh-huh. and their their functions are diminishing. I'll... Sure. I'll like hit you with this though. Hit me with Jag fans because they watch network TV are smarter because they get it for free. They just mm. watch an antenna. Idiots watch Hulu where they pay nine ninety nine and still watch commercials. <laughs> Hulu is for the lowest IQ of all television. I pay five ninety nine and I don't. And mind you watch commercials. Yeah, but I don't have cable. But you're paying for it. It should be free. That's the that's the whole logic of this, right? Network TV five ninety nine is so little. Yeah, until you get to the end of the year, it's been you know how much is that at the end of the 72 year? Seventy two bucks, and now you're screwed. Seventy two bucks is not that bad, dude. For, for a year, like of, literally for a year of TV, thousands and thousands is of Hulu, hours. Is Hulu the best one? Can I watch like regular TV on Hulu? They took American Grit down though, so I, know, I don't dude. American, censorship. Well, American Grit's next week, and it's a doozy to find online. It, it is. It, can we talk about how, where we watch it now? The American yeah. Grit, my experience was I watched it on Daily Motion. I didn't want to pirate it. I wanted to pay, but I couldn't find it. I didn't pirate it. Actually, it was on in a neighbor's room, and he was pirating it, and I was watching <laughs> it. In every three minutes, 
uh, AOC ad would pop up talking about <laughs> Tiffany Cabrera Caruso and how she's a Republican and she's not one of us. It was interesting. Interesting. Really? It was a very she's she's running as a Democrat against AOC, but it's a very like I, uh, subtle dog whistle. I thought because her name's Cabrera. I thought she was trying to say, hey, she's not Latino, even though her name is Cabrera. <laughs> she's what? not Latino? I don't know. That was my reading of the ad. I sent you a, a link, a Put Locker link. You could have watched it ad free. Dude, I cannot function on Put Locker. I can never get it to work. <laughs> it's, I don't click, know how to use it. You click the link and it should play. It doesn't work for me. I you have Did to you? download yeah, it. I can't figure it out. We're, as we talk about AOC, why don't we do a little meme minute? That's a great idea. A meme minute meme for, for Jag. Jag. Um, oh, boy. Let me see here. Dude, why are memes so... Reverse item I'm a head out. Okay. Ready? Mm-hmm. Bud gonna go to London. I, I'm a head out. Then his wife. No, you're not. Your doctors are here. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's okay. Good. All right. All right. Um, um, let's see here. Oh, Drake pushing away. Yes. Drake pushing away. Um, carefully planning your future... Using uh, spreadsheets of your income. Drake pointing and smiling, tossing a coin. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the end is all they yeah, put the yeah. coin. Um, what are some memes, dude? Drake pointing away, pu- pushing away 18-year-old Marine Corps recruits. Uh, Drake oh! thumbs up. Yes, dude. 16-year-olds <laughs> joining with forged paperwork. <laughs> That's pretty good. Uh, woke. No, no, no. Yeah, I like a woke broke. Broke colon. Uh, <laughs> being a JAG officer, being part of the system. Woke colon spitting on military veterans. <laughs> <laughs> that is extremely woke. <laughs> As woke as hell. Dude, if I see a 98-year-old with military fatigues on, I'm fucking a Ready? S- um, sweating superhero with two buttons. Black oh. power fist. Ooh, Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> White power fist. Um, Jag veteran Scott Brown. What's in the middle? Posing nude to pay for college. <laughs> oh. Sweating superhero. Sweating t- with two buttons. Yes. One button. Wearing dress whites to look beautiful. <laughs> Other button, eating a delicious burger slathered in ketchup. <laughs> you get ketchup tough, on these dude. whites, it's going to be a problem. You're in trouble, dude. Imagine if you had your period in them. Ooh, dude. that sounds crazy. And you didn't Why douche the leak? week before. <laughs> <laughs> Why would it leak through to your dress whites? <laughs> I think sometimes <laughs> they wear a skirt, too. No, yeah, the pussy, it, it gets all over the place, the blood. I'm telling you, dude, it touches the knees. If, if if it's like a, if it's a really vis- high viscosity, yeah, boy, it could this be a is problem. the women's health <laughs> ad- hour with Jack again. Jack, you've been coming like a big time. Ta- you're coming a big time. Uh, what do you call it? Authority on on women. Dude, I know. I, I wouldn't even say women's health, but just people who <laughs> menstruate. So. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Get a grip. You know a lot about menstruation. I do. <laughs> I know a ton about menstruation. I'm telling you, I can tell you this: that uh, if you wore dress whites and you were. <laughs> Period. No, dude. Yes, no, dude. you would have a. Where would it go? In your diva cup, in your menstrual cup, <laughs> dude. You, if you don't have a, if you don't have a protective barrier, <laughs> why would you do that? I don't think that's a popular <laughs> form done by anyone. Well, maybe you were really into the naturalness of the army, you know, in the navy. I know it's possible that you could be anti, um, you know, cleanup. I guess. 
I mean, I don't, I don't know. There's definitely a, a hippie out there that's anti-feminist pro- products, feminine oh, products. Oh, feminine free hygiene. Free bleeders. Products. Free bleeders. <laughs> yeah, that's real. Is it real? Yeah, it's real. Everything's real, yeah. right? Most but free bleeders are jags. <laughs> So <laughs> I mean, to be honest with you, most what you call "quote unquote" free bleeders are probably people in underdeveloped civilizations with a b- animosity towards women who are forced to go into a shed for the week. Like this group of people that uh, we watched something about, like in Nepal, there was a shed where the women and girls would go they for the week. They were menstruating, and like wild animals could possibly kill them during oh, wow. the time. But you know what? Sometimes though, I bet you, if you like were having a fight with your husband, you just like. Oh, about to bleed. And you just like walk over to the shed and hang out by yourself for a little while, you know, <laughs> just to get away, dude. How did you get on to this? Uh, the free bleeders? Yeah. It's <laughs> oh, because it's dress well, yeah, yeah, dress It all comes from sweating superhero. Yeah, sweating superhero. I got to start it. A- <laughs> um, um, okay, I got to think of an AOC one real quick. I can't let it go without AOC. No, the SUV. I'm try- I can't even think of any memes anymore. Because there are no memes really on the internet anymore. We, what right. about uh, what about uh, butterfly? Is this even? That's a great oh, one. We also forget universe brand. Yeah. Do butterfly? Can you do a butterfly? Yeah, yeah, I can do. I can do a butterfly. What's one. the butterfly one? It's like it's the bu- missing the point. Right? Yeah. Well, it's like you misidentify something. Okay. Is okay. this? I don't. Is 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 yeah? It's like you, you, the the guy gesturing the butterfly, and he goes like, "Is this something?" And it's not. You know. <laughs> I should I shouldn't even have brought this uh, up. Let me try and think about well, one know, for the military. Well, you know, uh, you know, Kente cloth, Nancy Pelosi is a meme now. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. Kente, why don't we do Kente, like Kente, okay. Kente and Nancy? Yeah. Okay, um, that's a perfect stolen valor guy. Yeah. Stolen valor guys be like, I'm just one of you. Nancy Pelosi in <laughs> Kente Cloth. Or even do it Nancy Pelosi in fatigues. In like in desert fatigues, yeah. Nancy Pelosi kneeling with soldiers. Nancy Pelosi in like traditional Zimbabwe uh army wear. And like yeah. and he's she's like coming out with the giant <laughs> shield. <laughs> okay, how about this? AOC in the SUV, rock driving. Um AOC. Uh, I just got a new job as a recruiter for the uh, Navy. And AOC goes, wow, that's great. I heard, I've read that gays need to recruit. <laughs> <laughs> How about this? this is a better, let me punch that one up. Uh, Rock, hey, uh, let's, um, let's head over to the, the, co- the commemoration for the Navy. Um, uh, AOC, oh, I didn't know they were going out of business. What's the name of that? Old Navy. Oh, damn it. <laughs> it's not called Navy? It's called Old, Old Navy. Navy. Oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't get it at all until, until, until well, I got the Navy. because I missed a pretty important part Dude, of you're it. a little bit like AOC there. Dude, I feel like AOC. The heat's getting to me. I feel like Zach a it's little bit. It's not that bad. No, it's not that bad. No. It's pretty good. All right. Um, Do you, you want to do a role play? No, no. Let's do. Let's talk about Jag a little more. Well, let's listen to this clip that I have for Jag. Yeah. Uh, what we have here is a clip of uh, the B plot of this young recruit who has joined the Marines too early, and the Jag comes up with an innovative solution. They have a little ceremony for the recruit, so he will be willing to go home. It's a very lame plot. Oh, here's a clip. So lame. We are gathered here to honor recruit Walter Evans. He's only been with the Marine Corps a few short weeks. But in that time, he has distinguished himself in the same way that his father, Sergeant Major Silers Evans, distinguished himself. 
I had the privilege of knowing both father and son. Your father was a fine man and an outstanding Marine. His death was a loss for us all, but most of all for you and your mother. In your time here, Recruit Evans, I've seen in you the same qualities that I saw in your father. Same dedication, same hard work. But I messed up, sir. We all do, son, sometimes. Captain? Aye, sir. Recruit Evans, front and center. Attention orders. Recruit Evans, for your loyalty and esprit de corps, for the period 15 March to 26 April 2005, on behalf of the Commandant of the Marine Corps, I present you with this certificate that proclaims you to be an honorary Marine. You are therefore officially discharged from service in order to return without delay to your home of record. And we want you to know that when the time is right, you'll be welcome back, provided you return home with your mother tomorrow. And I am sure that with hard work and good behavior, you will be able to persuade her to give her blessing on a career in the United States Marine Corps. They should have just let him stay, right? Because yeah. couldn't he have stayed? I know, but the, he forged his mother's signature and he used a fake birth certificate, which is hilarious to me that, like, you could fake a birth certificate. Still, up to, like, 2005, you could fake everything. Yeah. And now we can't really fake anything. But uh, I faked recently. I told you that. When I called the... The mutual fund company and pretended to be my 97 year old oh, grandfather. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Because they I you committed a crime? <laughs> yeah. I, I don't think it's that big of a crime. Well, he's dead. Yeah, but he's my grandfather. I know. Well, yeah, you could make him do other stuff too. <laughs> I guess you could. <laughs> I, uh, well, I, you know, he still gets a social security check, so I cash that. Uh, and uh, that would be so funny. That would be incredible fraud. Like <laughs> yeah. at this point, you might do time for that. <laughs> no, um, you can forge stuff. You know, it's dude. Not. I mean, with the phones and how they hit it off cell towers, they know where you are. They know what you say. They know right. what you do. But you have to really do something bad for people to really care. No, I know, but you can always be found. There are so many. I mean, people forge texts all the time. Look at what they did to Cristalia. None of those women <laughs> have actually texted them. That's actual forgeries. Fifty forgeries. Fifty, <laughs> 50 unrelated <laughs> coincidental forgeries. Oh. I just don't get it. You're so, dude. Just go be horny and rich and famous and have sex with people who want to have sex. Or with you me. know what? Just play it safe and marry your wife and have a family and keep it calm. Dude, I just I don't think there's anything so wrong with being like a super horny dude. Oh, who but just there are people who do. Who just have just have sex with porn stars? Like Crystal, could have sex with porn stars. Oh yeah, all the time. I guess he could just pay for if pay for the sex. The safest thing he would do would be pay for it every time, pay for it every time, and yeah. have it properly documented. Because now he's really paid for it. <laughs> <laughs> but he should not have done what what he did. But I, you know, you're not even safe when you pay for it, and that's why I don't agree with the legalization of prostitution in places it's legalized. Human trafficking goes up. I don't believe it. Get a wife, you stay committed. Whoa, dude. Why would you slip that anti-sex worker yeah. rhetoric anti in our podcast? crap. I am yeah. anti, I am opposed to prostitution. <sighs> yeah. Wow. I'll say that. You said right, well, even after you watch Cat House. Well, sad. I did like Cat House, and Cat House <laughs> did seem really cool, but that guy had some serious problems, specifically in the Cat House, Dennis, and it's been shown 
that when sex work is legalized, human trafficking goes up. I am opposed to human trafficking, and I'm opposed to anything this that increases. This guy's a total scumbag, bro. Yeah, dude. It's stealing The value. rock in the front seat. Let's go buy a hooker. <laughs> Zach in the back seat. <laughs> oh, it's a big problem. <laughs> <laughs> More like uh, the rock in the front seat. Let's go victimize a trafficked person. <laughs> Me in the back seat. With I'm Bob Kraft. I'm not comfortable with that. <laughs> Yeah, dude. Whatever. I'm. I'm. You're on blast, bro. <laughs> Are you pro prostitution? Do you want to go on record say you're pro and uh, everything that it leads? I'm to? I'm pro whatever gives me the best ability to get on shows in Brooklyn. <laughs> 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 All right. So ha. You're listening to Take a Stance. <laughs> You're listening I'll, to Take, I'll a, take a Stance. You're listening to Take a Stance. Pick a side, stupid, with uh, the series for <laughs> Alley Boys. I'll take a stance on prostitution. I think that a lot of those people are in a bad situation. I think Johns should be criminalized and prosecuted. They're often not. I think if we cr- if we prosecuted Johns, I think do we you could think it's possible you'll have to BDI like your mental health snafu? I probably will. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure I'm wading into some horrible territory. Someone will cite a source. I'll be completely <laughs> wrong. <laughs> hey, but it's okay. We, it's okay. Because we, okay. BDI doesn't even feel bad. Sometimes no. it can feel good. Feels great to BDI to back down. When to to the apologize for being wrong is one of the best feelings. The ultimate BDI is back down to infinity. Ooh. <laughs> Remove yourself from having any opinions whatsoever, yeah. and uh. never speak. Take a vow of silence to become a Buddhist. Mm. Then you can fully become present, and then you transcend. But yeah. some of those Buddhists, man, they accusations. They, there is a bit of a genocide against the Rohingya Muslims <laughs> in yeah. a majority Buddhist country in Myanmar. But yeah. you know, damn. So the Uyghurs and the Muslims having a tough time of it. Well, the Uyghurs, well, Uyghurs are, Uyghurs are Muslims. Muslims. The Rohingya Muslims. Yeah, that's right. The Rohingya and the, the Uyghurs should probably team up Appa- if they want a chance. Dude, apparently in John Bolton's book, uh, Donald J. Trump like praised President Xi's camps for the Uyghurs. Yeah, insane. No way. He said they were doing the right thing. According to John Bolton, when pressed for comment, for twenty two ninety nine at Barnes and Noble. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. John Bolton is a very courageous man who stood up to nothing and then sold a hardcover book. <laughs> well, I'll say this right now. Oh, another yeah, opinion. You're going up. Another John opinion. John Bolton. No, I'll go even further. This is take a stand, stupid. <laughs> I'll go. I'll go Jack style, where he insults people who in consumer media. If you read John Bolton's book. You are an idiot. There's <laughs> nothing in there worth reading. You don't think? No. Wait, what is he? Well, I don't even know who It's he is. a political <laughs> memoir. John Bolton was like a very war hawkish Secretary of Defense. No. Dude, I don't know. They've changed the cabinet all it's the time. Not I don't know what it was. I don't think it's defense. I've heard, uh, National Security National Advisor. Security Advisor. To yeah. Trump? Yeah. And he's Trump. saying that Trump was not a good guy. He re- he's writing a tell-all book now that he's out of the administration. You got to. You got to cash in. And uh, a lot of, you know, there's some interesting stuff in there. Who, and maybe it's true. Maybe it's not. But so Trump's anti-Uyghur. Dude. But I think Trump is, ju- it sounds like Trump is just like loves uh, a dictatorship-like yeah. leader. Yeah. Uh, he just is like, oh, you're putting these, you're like, you're bringing the hammer down. He's anti everything except himself and power for power's Dude, sake. It'd be funny though if you were like a huge Trump supporter and then you found out his stance on the Uyghur people and you're like, I can't do it anymore. I mean, it, it <laughs> is funny to try and actually hear from someone who defected and figure out what was the turning point. 
Yeah. Because there's like you can 90 previous turning points, but it is. If it is the Uyghur people that bring you over to the good side, hey, man. We support you. Yeah, definitely. Let me try and think of the psychological profile of someone who loved Trump until he <laughs> did the Uyghurs. <laughs> maybe, maybe if you were like a Muslim immigrant who was a small business owner. You felt that you did it legally. Other people should do it legally. Throw everybody out. You want lower <laughs> taxes because you own a small business. You respect the businessman. Yeah. You have you 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 like the police because you're a property owner and they maintain your property. Yeah. You yeah. don't care about the environment. <laughs> and then Trump locks up the Uyghurs, and now you're upset because yeah. then because your religion trumps it's all actually of those things. Kind of possible it's then. It's when it's you put <laughs> it like that, I'm like yeah, there's probably about 37 guys <laughs> yeah. in the country who are like. Now anti-Trump because of the Uyghur state. <laughs> yeah, I can see it. <laughs> Dude, that, that's what China needs. We should send over anybody who was in the show JAG to defend the Uyghur people. <laughs> JAG ends on a, on a cliffhanger. Yeah. Yeah, cliffhanger. They, uh, Harm and Harm. His name is Harm. I told you his name was Harm. You're right. His name is Harm and uh, Meg, I think. Or, yeah, Meg. Kermit. Mac. Mac. Meg. Harm and Mac, they're both JAGs. They both have careers. But they're being sent to separate places. They decide they can't be apart. They have to be together. So yeah. one of them has to give up their career. Flip a coin. So they decide to flip a coin. I don't know why they don't just like figure out who would benefit, and uh, but they just flip a coin. They should have pick a set a stance. Stupid. Take decide. a side. Take a side. Well, Take whoever a side. is the higher ranking person and whoever is younger should probably stay. Well, they're also in different. I believe they're Jags in different services. Like I think Mac is a marine is a marine Jag, yeah. and uh, and no, Harm is a Navy Jag. I believe that the Navy Jag would service the Marines. Oh, okay. Like you can go to Annapolis, the Naval Academy, and then become a Marine. They're oh, kind of related. Got it. I also want to, you know, I believe I probably deserve some sort of patch or some sort of, um, you know, something for my my military uniform for the fact that I didn't bring up. The looks of this actress once in the entire podcast. Dude, we're getting good, and I want you to hold that up for American Grit because I know yeah. there is a certain situation <laughs> that you want to comment on. Um, but I should let you know this, guys. Um, this ends on a cliffhanger, but it was resolved years later. What? Yeah, NCIS. You guys know NCIS? Yeah. Yes. NCIS answered the question no, of what did. happened with a coin flip. It's yes. a Tommy Westfall universe? It's the Tommy Westfall That's amazing. It's a Tommy Westfall universe. There was an NCIS episode that guest starred one or both of them. I don't know how it worked. But apparently, Mac won the coin toss. And she was the one whose career continued. But Harm could not stay at be a stay-at-home dad. He couldn't stay at home. He couldn't give it up. And so they broke so up. So he worked for Blackwater. <laughs> I mean, it's he's such yeah, an he's, def he's defending choice. private contractors who shoot and kill people. Uh, yeah, he they Mac won the coin toss, but then Harm he couldn't. Didn't he, be couldn't in San Diego. he couldn't abide by the agreement, which is kind of typical. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't have expected that to work. It's so like London versus Sh versus what San Diego. What if it was Diego? like? What, what if it was your you your guys' spouses? Your, I your mean, if my girlfriend spouse had the opportunity, and you clip a coin. Years if once I give up on comedy in three years, <laughs> and she gets a job offer in San Diego. 100% we're moving to San Diego. You could give it up. I, I would not move or give anything up unless my wife made over a million dollars. Yeah. yeah <laughs> it, was, it would have to be so much that we could that I could do nothing easy. except farm. Like, if I could, if, if I would be a stay-at-home father, if 
I could turn our home into a subsistence farm with <laughs> livestock, and I could do that. Then I would feel that my life was meaningful enough because local farmers are the backbone of not this country, this earth. What about Bikers local prostitute farmers? So no, getting them ready absolutely to not. send them out. That, those people are engaging in criminal activity, and they're preying on vulnerable They're farmers of a kind. They take yes. a resource, and they use it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just uh, kidding, everybody. Of course. Um, all right, let's do a Deepak Chopra. Deepak Chopra. Something this is, this is such a this hard show to have a Deepak Chopra. It's literally a garbage, garbage show. You hate it. I think that it's so lame when people use garbage to describe something, but this show is like literally garbage. It's so My bad. Deepak Chopra moment was definitely those beautiful white, white uniforms. Oh, that's a good one. Uh, they reflect a lot of sunlight, so they're going to be a little bit cooler. Um the big, the big negative. I mean, and also, I mean, they would stop me from eating, you know, certain foods. Like I can't eat sloppy joes. You couldn't eat a menstruating pussy. Chili dog. You should pioneer a new diet called <laughs> all white everything, <laughs> where the diet is just dressing in an all white suit that makes you nervous about certain <laughs> dressing based foods. Uh, my um, my Deepak Chopra moment would have been. I do think that the guy who plays the Jagoff, it's such an incredible gig to be an actor in this show. He's not Boreanaz, so No, mm. but it's such a good gig. You can't What do you think same they service made? though? Maybe. It's probably yeah. he probably makes 50 Gs an episode and they do 22 episodes a season. Yeah. It's probably good money. And it pr- they probably do it in one season. They probably literally do it in the spring and that's it. No, I mean I I watched an interview Tony Soprano used to shoot for 9 months. The the last Soprano Dude, season we're talking nine months. Sopranos, we're talking Jag, you know? It's like <laughs> What are you talking about? You think CBS is going to put that amount of money into Jag? Hey, you know, you never know. (laughs) Uh, My Deepak Chopra moment, something that I liked about this show, I just like that they said Paris Island. Mm. I guess that's kind of lame, but I like Paris Island. I like that the Marines have an island. You know, I'm an island life kind of guy. Yeah. I'll be, all right, let's do a role play. I'll do a role play. I'll be um, Jag Officer Ricky Ray Rector. Oh, that sounds good. You're Jag? No, no. Okay. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'll be Jag Officer Ricky Ray Rector. Okay. I'll be uh I'll be Jag I'll be uh Harm, J- the Jag Harm. I'll be Colonel Mack. Oh, right. sounds good. Hi guys, how are you? Uh, uh Rick- hello. Could hello, you please com- begin with a salute? Salute your pits. <laughs> uh sir. Wow, sir, uh I, I thought s- you were a military policeman and this is the Jag Corps. You enforce the law, you don't interpret it. I was thinking about joining the lawyers. You want to become a jag? I want to be a jag. Well, uh, you should know it's tough. It's a tough life. Uh, right. We actually had to break up over because yep. we loved it so much. Yeah. And how's your new boyfriend? My new boyfriend is hung, sexy. Hey, <laughs> now. Why, why would you say that? To well, me? I would say it. It's not very. Nice. I know it wasn't very nice, but it's the first thing I think no, of. No, it's true. It's mostly it's a true. carnal relationship that I have. With it. <laughs> So you really... To be honest, I respected your mind, and I was a little disappointed when I saw what was under the dress whites, oh, yeah. and I've gone the other direction. This is you embarrassing. You're doing, this, you're doing this in front of Ricky Ray Rector. How big is your penis? It's not... It's not Let it's me not see if it's, uh, if it's regulation Navy size. You're asking me Take to down the whites, brother. Is it... You're an MP? <laughs> yes. So hands up. <laughs> This seems like a gross abuse of your power. Well, <laughs> I've actually okayed it. Um, what? He got a warrant, and we actually do need to see it. It's what? Uh, what, uh, what possible reason? There were some. Uh, there were some little sausages missing that the cook reported. 
This is ridiculous. <laughs> Take down those whites. Listen, I'm in a white uniform, and this this is infringing really? my rights. Looks white like lives matter. All right. Oh, uh, no. What? No? Harm. No, they, no. no bro. You can't this say is that. a separate thing. Yeah. You got to take down those pants so, so we can see if your penis is right. I can't say right. white lives matter, but you guys can demand that I pull my pants down and yes. show my penis? Yes. yes. Put it take it put it down. Okay, here we go. God, this is so embarrassing. All right, yeah. Oh my god. It looks like you got an exchange operation while you were in London. I didn't get a sex And you were menstruating. No. <laughs> I just It's so bloody. I just had a I just had I just had chili dog in my pocket. Oh, okay. What? Yeah. Why why would you put a chili dog oh. in your underwear? I saved it for later. Hey. It looks good. <laughs> Yummy. You love food saved for later, right? I can't. You're right. I love food saved for later. Hands up, lady. Ah, now uh, you're on my side. Now you take off your pants. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What do you give the show? I give it a three. Not good, not bad. Total nothing. Snoozeville show. Give it a fat zero. I hated it. Ooh, zero. Jag. It was painful to watch. I could not watch it. I give Jag a two. <laughs> Disgrace. People have actually served. You don't see them begging the street. You're not X-Forces at all. You're all over the internet. You're all over yeah, the paper. You're a fraud. You're a disgrace. I'm going to have to go now because I'm getting quite angry. Thank you.